0: And this month we have a special we have a special assignment this month we have a very special assignment and um this is our assignment this month i'm going to be teaching on um soteria the word soteria is called salvation i'll just make an introduction today then on sunday i'll continue praise the lord yes so soteria is salvation salvation that's soteria the greek word of salvation is called soteria soteria what is salvation or what is soteria soteria is to be delivered from an existing captivity soteria is to be delivered to be what delivered amen Amen. that is soteria to be delivered from something to be set free from something Praise the Lord though. That is soteria. All right. And um in this in these scriptures, in this whole in the whole scriptures, the reason why Jesus came was to deliver us from the power of sin. Was to deliver us from the power of the grave. We be, we have we we are dead in sin. We are under the captivity of sin. Until Jesus came. Praise the Lord. Let me show you something. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3. Praise the Lord. 2 and verse 3. The Bible says, I will just quote because that we can be fast. The Bible says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at this first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? How shall we escape? Somebody say, How shall we escape? So, salvation came to give us escape from sin and the power of sin. That is why salvation came. Praise the Lord. God saved us so that we can have escape. Before Jesus died, the whole world was in captivity. Amen. Amen. Romans 3 and verse 23 says, Romans 3 and verse 23. Let's, let me show you what happened to the whole world before Jesus died. Romans 3 and verse 23. The Bible says in Romans 3 and verse 23, says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and verse 23. What does that mean? That... Every human being, every human being on earth has fallen from where God wants them to be. Every human being has fallen from the position that God has exalted them. There is a position that God created us to be. When He created Adam, there was a relationship He wanted to have with man. But when Adam fell, He fell from that position of glory. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. The Bible says all has fallen short of the glory of God. That means every human being has been has reduced from the the standard where they are supposed to be to a lower standard because of sin, because of disobedience, and this is why we need salvation. This is why Jesus, because from the beginning, from the beginning, Jesus, God knew that man will make a mistake. Man will. Would, would would fall short of his glory so he prepared that his son jesus would die to redeem men back to himself hallelujah amen. so god in he, he planned it because from the beginning god did not want to take away the power of decision from men amen. from right from the beginning god gave man the, the, the power to decide whether life or death whether to follow him or not to follow him amen, amen. every man was given the power to decide so, when man received that power to decide, side, at some point in man's life, he began to make a mistake. For instance, in the Garden of Eden, there was a tree of life. There was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God told man, he said, do not take from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Amen? Amen. But there was also a tree of life. God allowed man to even partake from that tree. And that tree of life, what it does is that it it causes man to never die, to live forever. Are you hear what I'm saying? That's what that tree is supposed to be. Now, man decided not to choose the tree of life. He, he, he was taken on of other trees and he made a mistake and he took from the tree of good and evil. When he took from the tree of good and evil, that was when man's problem started. That was when man fell from here to here. In the order of God, There is a way God positioned things to be. God positioned him. God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. The next person is who? God the what? God the man. God the man. That is how God positioned it to be. God the joy. God the cosmos. You know, that's how God positioned it to be from the beginning. Alright? But when man fell, man fell from that position and fell to become a normal person. And so the position now changed. It now became God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, God, and then angels. Amen? Amen. You now see angels before you now see. In fact, some people, some in some people's life, it is even Satan. Satan is higher than them. After Satan, that's when you now get them. That's their hierarchy. Because they are fallen, they have fallen so bad from the glory of God. So the Bible says, All has sinned and fallen what? And falling short of the glory of God. What what that means is that we have been separated from God. We are separated from God because of sin. We are falling short of the glory of God because of sin. And that is why God made available what is called soteria. He made available salvation so that he would he would save us from our fallen estate and bring us back to our original estate. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you see anybody who is not living that life of dominion that life as a god is because that person has fallen praise the lord hallelujah. what does the person need the person needs what salvation hallelujah Amen. the scripture will just says how can we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him i want you to note this i want you to note this you, we 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 were in need before Jesus showed up to save us. We were in distress. I will show you in that scripture, the book of Ephesians 2. I want to show you just a brief. Oh baro Verse 12. Let's start from verse 11, maybe. Let's start from verse 11. He says, we, Please just take note of this scripture, Ephesians 2, from verse 11. He says, Wherefore remember that ye, being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, by, th- that, by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh, made by hands. Verse 12. This is, this is big grammar, Shay. don't worry, I'll break it down. That at that time ye were without Christ. He was talking about what you looked like when you fell from the glory of God number one he said you were without Christ somebody say without Christ Christ. says you are aliens from the Commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise having no hope somebody say having no hope without God in the world see this is who we used to be we don't have hope We we are fallen we are fallen short of the glory of God we are like aliens we could not be helped we had no hope We, we are like aliens when we fell short of the glory of God, but this is why God sent us Jesus. Somebody say, Thank God for Jesus! Hallelujah! This is why God sent us Jesus. So, salvation was not provided so that you'll be rich, so that you'll be healed. Salvation was provided so that you can be restored back to your estates in Christ. God, Jesus did not come to die, so that you can be well. Because before Jesus died, people were wealthy. Praise the Lord! Before Jesus died, people were being healed. I'm not, you know, before Jesus died, people were being healed. He prayed for people to be healed, and they were healed. He prayed for there are people who had money; they were wealthy, they were influential even before Jesus died. So, if I'm preaching to somebody that has money now, and I'm telling him to receive Jesus as his personal and his Savior, I will not be telling him. That if you receive Jesus, he will be rich. Because he's rich already. I won't be telling somebody that he's sick. If you receive Jesus, you'll be be well. Because that person can be healed even without. Amen. Without receiving Jesus. God can decide to show mercy upon that person and heal the person. So what do you get when you receive salvation? You are restored to your states of glory with God. Amen. That's exactly what salvation means. Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Listen to this. Romans chapter 5 verse 12. The Bible says, wherefore? The Bible says, chapter 5 verse 12. Romans chapter 5 verse 12. I'll I'll just read it quickly. Romans 5 verse 12. Leba Naba Shadda says wherefore don't worry i'll read it i'll read it for time's sake wherefore as by one man sin uh, and by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned so by one man sin see by one man sin entered into the world but and by one man death by sin also entered into the world amen so everybody because of Adam's sin everybody is destined to go to hell because of what adam sin everybody is destined to die and go to hell this death we are talking about is both physical death on earth and spiritual deaths praise the lord but because of this the righteousness of Jesus because of the righteousness of Jesus because of the righteousness of Jesus because Jesus brought salvation to us we will no longer die say i will never die say i am no longer under the power of sin i am no longer under the power of death say loud amen, amen. praise the lord so this is one of the reasons why we are teaching on salvation because salvation comes through the preaching of the gospel salvation comes through the preaching of the gospel you are you, you can't get saved when you just say okay lord i want to be saved no you have to believe the gospel 2nd Timothy 3 verse 15 now i'm just laying down foundation so that um, next sunday on sunday we can fly 2nd Timothy 3 verse 15 and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures please just look at your scriptures if you have if you can thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation as from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures who will make you wise unto salvation so it is knowing the scripture that makes a person to be wise unto salvation that makes a person to receive salvation it is knowing the scriptures verse 16 says "All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in the in righteousness. So the Scripture Let me show you another thing to prove what I'm saying. Let me show you another thing to prove what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright, I think this is the book of Romans. Um, okay, Romans one sixteen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So what saves people is the gospel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The gospel, the gospel, the gospel. That's what saved people. So if you don't understand what the gospel is, you you won't be saved. It's your understanding of the the word of God that gets you saved. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says, "I am not ashamed of the gospel." It's the power of God unto salvation. The moment you believe the gospel, you what is the gospel? The gospel is that Jesus died, He was buried, He rose again, He ascended into heaven, and He is alive in you as the Holy Ghost. He lives in you as the holy spirit that is the gospel anybody who believes in that has received salvation praise the lord in the course of this teaching i would i would be showing us whether it is possible for a person to lose his salvation amen you know sometimes somebody tell you you can still go to hellfire even though you're a child of god i will prove it to you in this teaching that's why i'm making this you know when when they call for altar call Somebody comes out this Sunday, comes out next Sunday, comes out third. When the person is always coming out to give his life to Christ, does it mean that he has not really given his life to Christ? Is it scriptural? Is it the word of is it what the Bible teaches that every day, every day you have to give your life to Christ? Is that what the Bible teaches? No. The Bible says, as many who believed, so them he gave the power to become sons of God. The Bible says, with the heart, man believes. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 11, 12, and 13. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So the day you believe the gospel, Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen The day you believe the gospel, and the day you confess that Jesus is your Lord and personal Savior, that day you are saved. You don't need to be doing it every time. Praise the Lord. That is why some people they, they cannot remember the day they gave their life to Christ. It's an error because they have done it many times. The day you give your life to Christ, that day, that day you give your life to Christ, it should be the day that you have understood the gospel. The day you have understood that Jesus died so that He will restore you back to your glory, to the glory where, that you occupied. The, the, the Bible says, "All has seen as followed short of the glory of God." So, you, the day you believe that Jesus died to bring you back to that place of glory, that place of honor, union with him. The day you believe that and the day you believe that his blood washes away your sins, the day you believe that the holy ghost is walking inside of you to help you to become like him, that day you are truly saved. So after believing, what do you need to do now? Confess with your mouth. So salvation happens by believing in the heart and confession with the mouth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Believe the gospel with your heart, then confess it with your mouth. Then you be saved. Romans 10 ten, 11 I'll I'll, I'll talk about that on Sunday. So on, on Sunday I also would this would would handle some of those things. Why why do people keep giving after giving your life to Christ? Why do you still go back again? I give your life to Christ. Now what happens to that person who is already saved? And he's still struggling with sin. Does it mean that his salvation is cancelled? From scriptures I will show you that your salvation is not cancelled. Praise the Lord. There is the finished work of Christ. There is the ongoing work of Christ. And there is the Future work of Christ, praise the Lord. How do I say this now? Your salvation, for instance, when when the Bible says that we are saved or we have been saved, is something that was past tense. It was done in the past, when Jesus died, when He was buried, when He rose again, when He went to heaven. The first phase of your salvation happened, but then there is a second phase of salvation, and this is the salvation that is happening. As you are alive now, as you are as you have received Jesus, there is a salvation that happens. Are you what I'm saying? I'll talk, I'll teach about that on um on this month. And then after that salvation, there is another salvation that will happen. Let me give you instances. The first salvation that happened, um, the Bible says, For now there is therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. But after the spirit, amen? Amen. 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 This is Romans chapter 12, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are. now. He's telling us that we who are saved, for the fact that Jesus has died and rose again, you are no longer condemned. Nobody, no power from hell or, he- or heaven can condemn you because something has been done for your salvation. Jesus, his death. And his resurrection has guaranteed you salvation. Well, when when I talk when we talk about the ongoing work of salvation, I'm talking about a scripture like "Walk out your salvation with fear and trembling." Philippians chapter two, from verse nine and ten, it says, "Walk out your salvation with fear and trembling." That's an ongoing work of salvation. So you are saved, but you still need to work something out. Amen. Praise the Lord that's an ongoing work of salvation then there's a future work of salvation and that's when Jesus comes and takes everybody home that is also salvation amen so I'll help us understand what it means to be saved and so when you are saved listen when you are saved yeah when you are fully saved when you understand the scriptures when you understand what the word of God is talking about when he talks about salvation many things that you're struggling with would no longer be a struggle for you say louder, amen say the loudest amen Amen. so today in the name of jesus christ i prophesy over your life the hand of god is helping you the grace of god is helping you you are you are being restored from where you are to your your original states in christ in the name of jesus all have seen and fallen short of the glory of god but by the power in the name of jesus and by the power in the gospel you are restored back to your glory in the name of jesus christ Amen. hallelujah Amen. now just briefly just thank god for the word that you've heard thank him thank him thank him thank him thank him this is just an introduction thank you holy